0: Tonight we're hanging with the boys. Yeah, we're going out. We got the bill butts Getting stupid, feeling proud. We Sing. a lot of noise. Turn the music loud. Johnny O'Mara, John hands up for them real ones, them good girls and them yes. Yes. bill butts Hands up for them real ones.
1: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Bill Buds podcast. I, of course, am your host, JPC, with me, as always, my co-host with the absolute Mo host, J.J.O., Mr. Johnny O'Mara. Johnny, how's it going? It's great.
2: Just great. I'm back from Florida, and uh, there's no better place to be than back from Florida.
1: Amen to that. Amen to that. I will say though, the, I mean, the last vacation that I went on was uh, was to Florida, and it was hard coming back uh, to the winter time. Mm. But you know, we're in we're in spring, which legally you know it's spring means here in Chicago. Legally it's spring, so only one more month of winter, <laughs> <laughs> and, then we're, and then we're free. The, the weather has started to be nice, and I I go on walks uh, early in the morning. And every year I forget this because Spaghetti has to go on walks like first thing. She she's the thing she loves, and she wakes up and she wants to do it. But every year I forget this when the weather starts getting nice that. Even in the spring, it doesn't start getting wor- warm until like midday. It's it's still cold in the mornings. So I'm like, "Oh man, yeah. like these goddamn morning walks are still fucking cold."
2: <laughs> but oh, it's so cl- it's so close. Every now and then we'll get that pop of heat on a day. We'll get we'll get to, you know, 50, 60. Ooh.
1: Mhm. Mhm. Ooh. We're getting uh, there. Johnny, um speaking of speaking of an activity that's perfect for the springtime. I I had a wild I was going to tell you this. I was like, I was going to tell Johnny I had a wild experience, but I had a wild experience for like a guy in his mid thirties. I didn't have like a wild experience for like someone in their like early twenties. This is like a very, a very mild, wild experience. Um, but the other night Mariah and I, uh, obviously I'm talking about my wife, Jessica, uh, but you know, for the podcast, I feel like we should keep one bit running on this <laughs> show. Uh, but we were, we were going, we were going to, on a date night, and we were going to this um, uh, tapas restaurant that I had found online. Uh, and I saw that they were closed on Mondays, so we were going to go on, like, a Tuesday. And I was like, oh, perfect. Like, we're going to go to this restaurant. We both love tapas. What
2: restaurant, may
1: I ask? um I, I can't remember the name of it because we didn't end up going to it because we ch- tried Great. to go to it. Oh. And then Google said it was, like, closed. But it was like the hours said open, so we we're like, "What?" So Mariah called, and they were just inexplicably like their answering machine was like, "We're closed for this week," and we we're like, "Oh, that's weird. I don't know. We didn't look into it. I don't know if something happened, but we're hoping it was just like I, there was a pizza restaurant in my old neighborhood that was a family-owned restaurant, and whenever the family went on vacation, they were like, Spring "Restaurant Bank. closes closes yeah. for the week," you know, so whatever. So I'm hoping it's just that, and that's why they were closed for a week. But we were already driving, and so we had to like pivot. Uh, we we're like, we have to go somewhere and we're trying to like try new places. So we're like, we can't go to anywhere that we've been. So we just have to kind of drive. Um, and we ended up in a neighborhood that we don't go to like North of us very often. Uh, and we had dinner at a Thai place, which was pretty good. But then I was like trying to like f- look at my phone to like find something to like save the evening. Cause we were both excited about tapas and I found this little ice cream sh- uh, shop and it's, it's an ice cream shop that's like, I think it's in like Norwood Park. I don't, it doesn't, it, no place in Chicago matters. But I haven't been to like a, I had a very surreal experience going into it because first of all, it was like it was very throwbacky, in the way that like there are no real small businesses anymore. Like everything is like a Baskin Robbins, you know, mm-hmm. if you're looking for ice cream. But it was like it seemed like a small business, and every Baskin Robbins is a Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so it's like half Baskin Robbins. It had like a Animal Farm like motif in it, and there were like three uh, mannequins in the window with like pig masks and like farmer outfits. And wait, what was it called? Uh, Chocolate Shop ice cream. It's called Chocolate Shop, and Shop okay. is spelled S-H-O-P-P-E, ice cream. Um, I don't know how close it is. It's, it's not close to you. Uh, but it was very weird because we went in there, and there was one person who looked like they were probably like a teenager who was working there, and they... Like, as we walked in the door, they brought us little brownie samples, and we were like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll have, like, samples of brownies. And then without asking, they just started handing us, like, ice cream samples. They were like, try this one, try this one. And Mariah and I were like, okay, we tried them. And it was all good. The ice cream was good, and we got, like, a brownie sundae that was, honestly, it fucked us up because it was, like, too good. Uh, but then as mm-hmm. we were sitting there eating it, the, the per- that same person brought us out waters and we we're like, oh, okay, great. Thank you for the waters. And then they brought us out hot chocolate samples. And I was like, what is going on here? I wanted to take this person and be like, hey, I, you look very young. Just so you know. No, it doesn't look like anyone else is here. Like, please don't work this hard. Like I was like, you you should know now that you shouldn't ever work <laughs> this hard your entire life. like you shouldn't you shouldn't be try. It was very nice, but it was like I felt really bad for someone who was like, obviously going above and beyond. but the 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 part that I thought was weird and worth mentioning to you is as we were sitting there, there was the the music that was playing in the ice cream shop. there was like a I don't know. It was like a a very throwbacky song, but it was a song that I had never heard. And I I, I take it akin to, like, uh, I, I, I Shazammed the song, and it was, like, a 2011-era hip-hop song that sounded like something that I would have been listening to in, like, 2006. But I was getting nostalgia for this song, but it was definitely a song I had never heard before. And I was like, oh, you know what? Weird. If anyone would ex- know that experience, I feel like it would be Johnny. I feel like Johnny mm-hmm, would understand mm-hmm. that experience.
2: Okay, let me tell you. First of all, I've been wanting to go to that specific ice cream place for a long time because I drive past it sometimes. And I'm like, that place looks cool. And they have bonkers decorations around Halloween.
1: And I don't know if you can see, but if you drive past it, they fly a pirate flag on top of the building, which I thought was just pretty funny.
2: Mm. Second, I was just in Florida. Mm -hmm. There is an ice cream shop in the town that I went to high school in, in Florida, that serves that Ice cream from that place.
1: Whoa! And
2: my, I was, I was with a friend who no. also lives here, but just happens to be in Florida right now. And we were talking about how weird it is that this ice cream shop in in Deland, Florida, sells that ice cream.
1: That's so wild. So wait, is it a chain or it's not a chain? It just sells. It. It is a. Ch- it is a chain. It is a chain. It's like that, and whatever the brand, you
2: know, the the logo with like the cow and the. It's like a cow eating ice cream or whatever. Yeah, that brand, there is a, an ice cream place in Deland, Florida, that advertises that. And I think it's like a Wisconsin okay. ice creamery.
1: Okay, so it's got it, okay.
2: So it's like a small l- regional chain. Madison, they're from Madison.
1: Oh, that totally makes sense. It feels very much like a Madison. Yeah, and it looks like mm-hmm. there are two, and they're two in the kind of Chicago area. One's in Skokie, so not really in the Chicago area. Uh, but I will say... I'm looking at the pictures of the one in Skokie, and it looks very much like a regular ice cream shot. If you look at the pictures of the one in our neighborhood, it looks like, I don't know if you can go on like Google Images and see these pictures, but it looks so weird. The whole ceiling is covered in like bits of fluff that look like clouds. And then they have, like, spinning clouds in there. And it looks like murals, like, painted on the walls. It it looks oh. like a place that you would go to see, like, a hardcore show in, like, 1996. Like, mm. it, does, it does not look like an ice cream shop. Except that, of course, there is an ice cream uh, serving counter there. And it looks like at least the other one in, the, in Skokie does not look like that. So I'm really wondering if this is, like, a franchisee who's, like, just kind Unhinged. of doing their own thing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, Johnny, I recommend it. Go Go to that place. And if the service is, like... If the service is insanely good, I would be very interested to know because if so, mm. that might just be like a thing that they're like, hey, what we're going to do with that at an ice cream shop is like make the service like really great. Sure. And then I'm like wondering why go to any other place because it truly was – it truly was a, a – it felt like a throwback experience that I haven't experienced in like 20 years. It was wild.
2: Well, if you're ever in Deland, Florida, feel free to check out Berryville Frozen Desserts.
1: If I'm ever in Deland, Florida, I'm checking myself into a meth clinic because I am probably fucked up out of my <laughs> mind.
2: There there is there was in in Deland, so I used to volunteer at a um a theater. Like I we used to volunteer for theater camps oh, in yeah. Deland uh, when I was like a teenager. And after camp, we would always walk cuz there's like this very quaint it's, it was in, like, a very quaint downtown area. And there used to be this, like, old-school, old-school ice cream shop called Nookler's. And I would, every day after... Terrible name um, ice cream shop. Very bad. Every day after, like, volunteering, my friends, like, the other volunteers and I would go. And we would go to Nookler's and we would get some ice cream. And we would just hang out at the... The freaking uh, ice cream parlor. It was great.
1: I, I was pretty shocked because Mariah and I had this ice cream and I didn't have any lactate with me and I was fine. And it's it's like a roll of the dice. Like sometimes it's fine and sometimes it's not. But I, I mean... Isn't that weird? It, it truly is. It's very weird. But the, the, the weird thing for me is that like the ice cream fucked me up. Like I just can't eat that much like sugar ice cream anymore. But when I was younger, man, yeah, it's true. It's truly wild how much like... Like vile candy and sugar I was just put into my body, and now, mm-hmm. as an adult, I'm like no, no, no that that will that will ruin me for like a week
2: have Have you ever um been to Lickety split? No, it's a custard place, uh uh-uh. uh that isn't a custard. you know what is interesting that I found out is there's no like legal definition of what custard is versus ice cream, hmm. so you can kind of just call anything custard.
1: I don't know why you would. It's it's not a fun name to say, custard. It's bad. Yeah.
2: Anyway, they're really good. That's a really old schooly kind of uh, deal, too. Uh,
1: anyway, uh, Johnny, you should definitely go to this place and let me know. Your I would thoughts. love to. Uh, and I guess if you're listening to the Chicago area, it's just a free plug for a, a cool ice cream shop that I, I thought was I thought was pretty good. <laughs> but Johnny, speaking yeah. of nostalgic things. Whew. I mean, I, I have to assume that what we're doing today is very nostalgic for at least one of us. Uh, no. No? No. Okay. That, thank God for that. Because what we're talking about today <laughs> is an album that came out in 1997, which we, we would have been like eight or nine in 97. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, But de- definitely... I think a band that you, we were all aware oh, of, big an time. album that I, I had never heard uh, before we did it on the show today. This is Hanson's debut studio album from 1997. This is an album called Middle of Nowhere. So Johnny, I assumed when you brought this up that this was like a nostalgia album for you, but please tell me your experience with this album. No, I
2: had only heard Mbop, and then there was maybe one of the other singles that I had heard. Um, obviously, Mbop was everywhere, gigantic hit. Uh, and this yep. is an album that I've been wanting to just check out for a while on the show, and that's all. No experience uh, but, other than, but had <laughs> other than existing in the world in 1997.
1: Had you heard the album before, no. or this was for the show? Was your first time listening? Yeah. To it? Okay. I also saw, Johnny, that, I mean, obviously people know Mbop, but this album had five singles on it, and I got to say, I was familiar with zero of them except Mbop.
2: That threw me for a loop. Like I said, there was one that I had maybe heard before, but yeah, I mean, Mbop or nothing. I will also say, I'll say I resented Hanson, particularly... um,
1: uh, Taylor Hanson, right? He's the littlest one? Is he the youngest one? I, I, I think I, so. I, look, I'll be honest with you. I looked up their names, and then I did not associate any of the names with the people in Hanson.
2: Uh, Taylor Hanson. We'll, we'll we'll call him Taylor. No. We'll say Taylor's the one. Oh, wait, maybe one. it's... So, there's Taylor. Zach and there's Isaac. There's Zach. Maybe it's Zach. And there's... Okay. Sure. Whatever. The youngest one, the drummer... Um, I, I had long hair as a child mm-hmm. and I often was told that I looked like yeah, the youngest one and a lot of people thought I grew yeah, my hair
1: because eight. of that and I was resentful because they all have light colored hair yeah they, I mean they all have long hair mhm
2: but the youngest one um uh Zach, Zach Hansen. He 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 was Zach very Hansen. young and was like about the same age as me. And just he just, I mean, look at the. If you look at pictures of him, that's just what I looked like. I looked,
1: yeah, I looked like that. Well, uh, he was. I think he might Johnny be like a couple of years older than us. But he was, and this is this is buyer beware. When this album comes out, he the youngest one is eleven the middle one who's the singer is 13 and the oldest one is 16 so these are all these are this is an album that is made by literal children it, it's pretty
2: it, it's pretty wild especially contrasting with sincerely one of my favorite albums uh frog stomp mm. by silverchair are you familiar
1: Okay, I, Silver Chair, I, not that album, but there, I, if you told me uh, the the single off of it, I probably Silver Chair sounds familiar. Uh, well, the maybe Australian? you're just a big um, C.S. Lewis
2: fan, the book, the book, the Silver Chair in the Chronicles of Narnia. it um, uh, be me. Tomorrow is the the big song from you. You've you've heard Tomorrow by
1: Oh, yeah, Silver Chair. yes, I, yeah, I think I actually even know it just from you saying Tomorrow.
2: But they they were legit fifteen when they recorded that album, and it came out two, wow, two okay. years before this album. And the, I mean, obviously the genre is different, but just the whole deal of it is pretty. It's a pretty shocking comparison to make if you if you listen to them, sort of knowing that they're children. But each of these albums.
1: Yeah, it's it's really hard. It was really hard for me to, because even, you know, even before I picked up this album, I knew that they were children when this album came out because I'd i have heard Mbop before. But it's pretty hard to listen to an album done by children. Uh And as a, even as an adult, I would say. So, uh, harder,
2: I would say. As an adult. What, or, yeah, or, much harder well, as an adult. More when difficult. When I was a kid, it made sense, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 It's my. I'll just get. I'll get it out of the way right now. My biggest issue with this album is that so much of what they are singing about is not kid shit. Children shouldn't have any experience with a lot of what they're singing about, and it and maybe the sixteen year old, right? Maybe and their voices sound yeah. so like your children, and it and. I the thing I kept thinking of too when I was listening to this album is the um the Jaden Smith uh Karate Kid oh because yeah I en- I enjoyed that movie okay uh the original Karate Kid is like one of my favorite movies of all time the Jaden Smith one I was sure. like this is fine but he was like eleven and he just felt too young for like what yeah. the what was going on in the movie. Uh, Anyway, I'm very excited for the final season of Cobra Kai.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I kept writing down that it it was kind of like they had done like it was like if Kids Bop tried to do an Aerosmith cover album. I wrote what this album felt like.
2: I wrote at parts it was like a Kids Bop Maroon Five album. (laughs) The like the funky stuff. I was like, this could be Maroon Five.
1: Well. Yeah, okay, the, the, the there was definitely some, some of that funky bass was, was Moon and Five-esque. Also, every one of these songs was co-written by the three Hanson brothers, and by the way, they are all brothers, but there was also, like, at least one adult who was writing all of these songs as well, so then I was like, how much of it was the one adult, mm-hmm. and, like, did they just, did the adult get the writing credit glommed on with them, or did they get, well, you know, it's like, who was the one, I don't know, I... I it, Look, here's what I'll say. A lot of looking into this made me a little sad Mm -hmm. uh, because I didn't want to like discover some sort of like child exploitation. But in 2023, I did look up like, where are these Hanson boys now? And it seems like they're all living like, you know, fine lives. They're still making music. They all have like tons of kids. They're from Oklahoma, so, like, one of them has, like, six kids, um, but I, the, the youngest the youngest one has, like, a YouTube channel with his son where they play video games, and I watched one of the videos, and it seemed, like, very wholesome and just, like, a thing that a dad would, like, do with his son, and it's it fine, you know? That's great. Yeah. Yeah, it made me happy to see that. Good for them.
2: Isn't it? Isn't okay, it, we, should talk, we should We should listen. Oh sure, sure. Yeah, I guess we should talk about the album. It's, they're just like the. They walked so the Jonas Brothers could run. You know,
1: I, y- yeah, and, and and it's like I don't know. I, I wonder how much industry was put into that as well. I don't know. I, it feel, it you feels know, like we, the Joe
2: well, Bros had more industry behind them than than these fellas.
1: I think there was yeah in ninety seven. There wasn't, uh, it felt like maybe the same type of machine didn't exist. But yeah, Yeah. the the Jonas Brothers definitely uh, were bigger anyway. Aren't they Disney too? Weren't they Disney kids? I think so. They must be adjacent. I don't know. I don't know enough about them. I don't know enough about any of this, Johnny, but I do know that we have to start talking about this album because we've talked for so long. No, no, uh, no, 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 no. Just Um, just, uh, 21
2: more minutes, please.
1: (laughs) Honestly, I don't have a lot to say about the album, so it's possible that we could just talk for 20 more minutes and then just r- rush through these songs. Uh, this one, Johnny, peaked at number two and spent 58 weeks on the charts. Apparently, the only reason why it didn't go to number one was because uh, Spice Girls' Spice um, w- was beating it out. Which we've covered, correct? Yes, we did. We'd, uh, did we cover Spice? Was Spice the one that we covered? I think so. It was, it was. Yeah, Yeah. Spice Girls, Spice from 96. Yeah, Uh, and I guess that would probably stay on the charts uh, for a long time. That was our eighth episode. This album, Johnny, is 13 tracks, 53 minutes and 45 seconds. Now, the very last track on the album was only available as a bonus track on the CD, and it was actually track 21, and there was seven or eight blank tracks before it played, but we'll just lump it all together.
2: I miss bonus tracks.
1: We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it when we get to it. Um, But we have to get to it. So why don't we listen to track one? This is uh, Thinking of You. All right, Johnny that is a little bit of thinking of you so I got to ask you what are your thoughts what are your thoughts on thinking of you
2: so I had never heard this before uh, sure I, I was honestly pleasantly surprised I thought it was a very fine song I, I, it was very funny how much he was slurring his words when he was singing and that's kind of a common thing throughout this album was just a lot of like which it was the 90s you know it happens yeah um and most of them have pretty decent voices. Though sometimes it feels like the littlest one is kind of screaming a little bit. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I, I liked it okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I I think it's fine for for what it is. Um, I I honestly yes. forgot how high the Hanson guy's voice is. I mean, he's thirteen at this time, so it's like sure. Um, you know, the trouble I had when listening to this album was like it was really hard to listen to an album from like 25 years ago that is being done by children because I'm like, do Mm -hmm. I put, do I put on the same, you know, music critic hat that I'm putting on when I judge like people that are also people that are only usually like five to 10 years older than them, like doing the same music. You know, a lot of pop music is a young Mm -hmm. person's game, but, you know or do I like say like is this like if i went and saw a high school play i'd be like well i mean it's not broadway but they were did really well for like a high school play i i was confused as to how i was supposed to go about like judging this and it's
2: it's like it is two levels of abstraction because it's 25 years ago and, and children so and it's like
1: children. yes there's a lot going on yeah it, it's hard i i i found the song pretty generic Like, anytime you get into, like, flying on the wings of an eagle, I'm like, you know. But then, again, they're little kids. It's like, what are little kids supposed to sing about? But then I was thinking, like, I guess I'm not interested in anything a little kid has to sing about. Not that, you know, they're not capable of thoughts and expressing themselves. Well, sure. It doesn't really, I'm not really that interested in it. (laughs) Uh, One thing I will say, too, they can play those instruments. The other thing that I was like throughout this album that I could not deny is they are very talented musicians. They're, the kid's a good singer. He's obviously like, you know, he's got like a future ahead of him in that regard. They're all playing their own instruments. That's very good. They're, they're, they got writing credit on all these songs. Like they make this out. This album was nominated for like three Grammys. Like it's, there's, which to me is wild. I did not understand that part. When I read that, I was like, huh? It was a different time. It was a different time. Okay, Johnny. Well, that's thinking of you. Why don't we talk about track two? This is this is their big one. This is Mbop. I mean, there's, there's really no getting around to the fact that that chorus is nonsense, but it is very catchy.
2: It's, it's extremely catchy. Mm-hmm. It, it's, mm-hmm. it's probably like the platonic ideal of nonsense syllables. Yeah, being like a catchy chorus.
1: Yeah, it's also like the, like the doo wop shu wop shu wop. It's got like a grease feel to it. Like it's like, yeah, it's
2: just, yeah. But then it's also got the great like late 90s record scratches in it it's uh it's an m-bop.
1: yeah the the rest yeah. of the album is going to be very evident that they were that this was made in 1997 because they just have tons of little dj scribbles <laughs> all over this thing
2: i never listened to the lyrics of this that aren't the mbop part yep not bad i was like
1: okay you're good for kids for kids for kids, but here's the thing, the whole song is about like letting your life slip away. And I'm like, how, I how how am I gonna have a little thirteen year old singing me a song about like seizing the day or whatever? Like it doesn't make any fucking sense.
2: Well, he you know, it was press it was it was um, um prescient and um what's the word? What's the word
1: I mean they're they're precocious. Like, yeah, they're, precocious. they're they show a maturity above their age in a way. Uh, also, Johnny, listen to this song. I was shocked by how the vocal track has mixed. You could barely fucking hear him for some of these some of these like uh, yeah um, verses that he's singing.
2: Did you? Well, because he's slurring his words anyway. Who cares? He he also sounds on this song in particular and a couple others. I was like, this dude sounds like Tommy Pickles. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh yeah i mean the the look the way the way his voice sound was something that i noted on i never had that specific of a note but it was something that i was definitely aware of <laughs> and then uh, this is the first song that i will say this on but it's a note that i have for almost every song on this track every one of these songs is about a minute too long oh god yeah and they they <sighs> for a while tracks the, the... in 53 minutes no bueno they're kid. They're kids. They're
2: kids. Forgive them. They know not what they do.
1: And that's what I'm saying. Is that what? What I'm listening to? This. Am I supposed to be like? Is that what the Grammys were doing? Were they like, give them a Grammy? They're kids. Like what? I don't know. It. it, it this. This whole album weirded me the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> there. There has not been an yeah album that we've listened to in the show in a while that felt more like. That like. I don't know, like eating my vegetables. Like this one felt like I had to do my homework. Like this one felt, this one felt like I was like, am I allowed to say that I didn't like what these little kids were doing? I felt like,
2: I didn't have a bad time listening to it, but I also, f- it's cha- it's it's a challenging listen because they're children and I'm, I'm a 30- a Yes. Uh,
1: four-year-old man. That's all. That's all. I, I, I don't necessarily know that I didn't have a bad time listening to it, but I do agree that it was a challenging listen. And I think that, like, part of me, when I go into this show, I want to find, like, the good in, in these songs. Yeah, and these totally. albums, The things that I like about these albums. But it's, like, this whole thing had this, like, it was, like, a, this weight hanging over my neck of, like, Oh no! But they're like they're all going to be like this because they're all written by children and sung by, and like it's kids bop. I'm listening to a kids bop album, you know, 15 years before kids bop. It's the it's
2: the you know how like Weird Al mostly does parodies, but then every now and then he'll do like an original track. This is like mm-hmm. the
1: kids bop original tracks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, this next track kind of sums up my feelings with it. Let's listen to track three. This is a little song called Weird. can't hear a kid say cookie in a song without thinking like You're a kid. Yeah. You want You want a cookie. You want a cookie.
2: <laughs> 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 what if after he said that line he just shifted to like
1: just singing about cookies?
2: <laughs> it you want is. a chocolate chip
1: or a <laughs> snicker? This is the one that I said sounded like a, a kids bop tried to do Aerosmith. Uh, it, it, it did sound like a little kid, little kid Aerosmith song to me. Mm-hmm.
2: And, and this, this was the the first one that really hit me, where I was like, "You're you're you're too young for this. Yeah, your precious little ears and vocal cords shouldn't be dealing with this." Uh, and I, and it, it it was this was a rough hang after Mbop. Yeah, which is like oh, Mbop's a great song. I'll say it. It's a sure. it's a fun time. Then it's like oh okay.
1: Okay, it, 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 this also feels like maybe if I was more of a fan of this music in '97 or 2000, you know, when I was a kid, when I was young, I would maybe feel differently yeah. about this. But like this has. This is hit in zero places in my, like, nostalgia. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's not registering with me nostalgically. So it's like that, that, that. Oh, so you've also never it... seen
2: the movie The Borrowers.
1: <laughs> yeah, I truly. No, I have not. I have not seen The Borrowers. Uh, they, uh, there's two of them, right? Didn't they make a sequel to The Borrowers? I don't know. Hey, did he- they? here's the thing. I, I've not seen a lot of little kid shit.
2: There's a lot of m- children's media about tiny people.
1: Yes I agree I agree Uh, These are tiny people And they're singing songs Uh, Speaking of uh, Let's listen to track four Johnny This is a track called Speechless
2: This is the This is the Maroon 5 Songs for me
1: Yeah there's a couple Where the bass gets all funky Like this And you think like I, I, I saw some other people were comparing it to like Jackson 5 stuff, and I think that that's what oh, they're sure. kind of going for, you know? Like it was even throwback in 97. So, with, with Speechless here. I kind of liked this song. I kind of liked the feel of it, but the the record scratching thing really threw me. Really dates, you know. Really dates it, and it's also like, you know, these are kids. Is this song about someone cheating on you? Like, you're 13. I know what? what's going on, and it ends in a fade out. And I gotta say, it's again, it's about a minute too long. Lots of
2: fade outs on this album, and lots yeah. of way long tracks. Way this, long. I I agree though. I I did have a good time with this one. It's funky, it's fun, and I really like the line um, or what they do, where it's like, "Do you still love me like you did before?" Then, like, kind of a call and response. Did you before?
1: Yeah. Okay, that's fun. That's fun. That's th- there were the some clean fun songs on this album that I was like, "Okay, I'm into this. I'm I can fuck around with this." And then it went on ninety seconds too long, and I thought, like, "Man, yep. if this whole album was a thirty-five minute album instead of a Ooh. fifty-three minute album." it would be so much. I'll I'll tell you, listener be warned because I had to listen to 53 minutes, multiple times of little kids singing. And it got to me. It got to me. It was starting to get to me.
2: A a very funny line in this song is I get suspicious when you call me someone else's name.
1: I wrote that down too. I'm like, that's fucking duh. Yeah. That's not suspicious. That's like, Hey, you (laughs) fucked up. I caught you. That's you caught them. There's no suspicion there. (laughs)
2: it's like it's like the opposite of say my
1: name or something you know it's or, or not even yeah. the opposite i don't know what it is it's like there's a have you seen the movie the 10 no one has seen the movie the 10 uh but it's a uh, david wayne movie no. and it's about um, pearl jam it's about pearl jam mariah and i watched it recently and i it's one of my favorite movies it's there's definitely big chunks of it that don't age well so don't come at me um which is unfortunate because, uh, the, the, like, it's a, it's a very funny movie with big chunks that don't age well, but there's so many, like, really funny j- little jokes in it, but one of the jokes is, like, uh, th- th- this woman, played by Gretchen Maul, has an affair with Jesus, who's, like, the reincarnated Jesus, like, come to Earth again, and then um, they go their separate ways, and later she's with her husband, and they're, like, in bed, and she says, Jesus, like, well, they're in bed, and he stops, and he's like, who the fuck is this Jesus guy that you're talking about? And I think that that's such a funny joke to just be like, that's the one name that you could shout out in bed and people would be like okay yeah that's fine like <laughs> that's the lord's name but it's you again, know maybe i like,
2: have seen this actually
1: it's it's like a series of sketches it's like 10 kind of like mini sketches mm-hmm. as a movie got pretty panned uh by the critics didn't really get a theatrical release but it's shocking how many stars are in it and there are i mean there's just like there's just a bunch of very good lines in that movie
2: well i guess i'll watch it and decide uh, whether i should cancel you or not
1: all right, Johnny. Let's do it. Let's talk about track five. This is a this is the first cover on the album. Uh, this is a cover of I, I believe a Black Eyed Peas song that has not come out yet. That won't come out
2: for ten years.
1: <laughs> Here's a little song called "Where's the Love." The only reason, Johnny, that this song gets a pass for me and that I don't um, just go off at it is because this was done by literal children. And and so that'll i just say like, okay. I'll say, okay, this, okay. And I'll give everybody a clap on the back and they can have a little juice box. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's how I feel about this song. It, there was
2: a song, I don't remember who, but someone... An album that we covered,
1: I, I think, I by, an adult, say. Yeah, by an adult, yeah, had basically yep
2: this exact song.
1: I think, God, I don't remember I think, what God. It was. I don't remember who who it was because you're right. It was that, but you know, you know what I'm talking. about. I know about. exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it, it And is, that pissed me off. It's okay that a child thinks this way. When an adult does this song, mm-hmm. it's really, really, really bad. Was it? Was it Lady Gaga? Was it Lady Gaga yeah. that did it? yeah yeah it's like you, it was uh come to mama y- you cannot be putting out a song that's like why can't we all just get along it's like man there's fucking nope. reasons and when you're 13 why can't we all get along feels a lot smaller and it feels okay but you know we just heard the line the the whole line we're segregating consciences are fading you're thinking that it's me you're fooling where's the right in all our fighting look at what we're doing i i'll, I'll be honest with you kids This is not profound. This is the poetry that you would write in your notebook at 14 and be embarrassed about later. Maybe they are. And I hope they are. Hopefully they are. And I hope to God they are. And I hope to God they are. Uh, Yeah, big big, big pass for me on Where's the Love. Uh, Or I, I guess it's a big skip, but it's a pass because they're children, so I give it a pass. I feel like I do remember that song. That might be the other one that I heard. Interesting. I don't know where. Sure. That's all. Okay, Johnny, let's listen to track six. This is a track called Yearbook. Can hear a little Michael Jackson in it's big that, time too. big time yeah I'll tell you I his voice sounds good in this song he, he, look th- I literally wrote this down there is no denying that this kid has a great voice he does he has a great voice but the problem is and keep in mind he's thirteen I do not think at this point he has developed like a poV or a character for his voice that is not just imitating other artists that's what it feels like it does not yeah
2: thankfully he does have the maturity to write about vietnam though
1: and this song is all about vietnam uh i don't know and this song also ends in another fade out um yeah look like i said he does sound good in this but it doesn't sound it just doesn't sound like he's doing something unique in this you know agreed
2: this was maybe my favorite song, only because it's so fucking weird. Yeah. That children w- would write a song about Vietnam and uh, do it. I know that um, Pink's song, My Vietnam, is not about Vietnam. Well, it's about her Vietnam. But... <laughs> This is like a more mature take on Vietnam in a way than Pink's My Vietnam.
1: I read a quote, and this was like in 98 or something, so not long after this is out, that they were like, we never said what this song was about. And some people have like guessed what this song was about. And we think it's great that people can like think a song is about whatever they want it to be about. So they weren't like coming out and saying what it was about. But there was a lot of speculation that it was like about Vietnam. But here's the thing. That quote, it did not – when I read it, what I thought was, uh, you guys don't know what it's about. Like a man named Mark Hudson also has a writing credit on this. And Mark Hudson wrote you a song about Vietnam and you just sang it. And and this is me putting all this together. I don't know. I don't know.
2: Totally, totally. I think – I think they did write it about Vietnam and this is just how much – a child knows about Vietnam where it's like, it was bad and people
1: died. I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, uh,
2: <laughs> either way, either way, not great. It's that, uh, that uh, that's another thing is like, I haven't listened to much Jonas brothers, especially not their older stuff, but I imagine it's all a lot more like, Love songs, but like kid love songs, and not cheating in Vietnam, and and calling someone someone else's name. And it seems like there should have been some one of the adults in the room should have been like, "Hey, maybe save the this for your second album."
1: Yeah, look, the 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 I, I was wrong about the Mark person. The person who wrote this name is Ellen Shipley. Ellen Shipley is another person that has writing credit. She's got some credits on it. And, and, you know, uh, my, my guess is that this is coming out of the Shipley's camp. I, I can't, sure. I don't know for sure, you know, who, who's actually getting credit for the book of this or whatever, but yeah, I just, I, my, my guess is that these are just children singing some songs. Um, some of them are very obviously lyrics, uh, that, that they wrote and some of them mm-hmm. seem like maybe th- they didn't have as much, uh, to do with, um, But again, noted nine, the kid's got a good voice. Uh, Let's listen to Johnny Track Seven. This is a song called Look at You. Yeah, I think one, one of my problems with this album, because I don't necessarily care. They're kids. They're young. They're going to sing songs that are a bit generic. But when your songs are a bit generic, why are they so fucking long? What's the point of having a song be like four plus minutes long if it's got nothing to say, you know?
2: Yeah. This this was another Maroon 5-y one. It's got some funk to this it. It's kind of fun. Uh,
1: I didn't care for, I think, it This does outro. have a fun little... Well, there you go. It's got a fun little outro. I did not care for him saying and it what sounded like to me to my ears turn me loose like a one-eyed goose. Don't really know what that means. Or if he's anything, he's a fucking kid. But when people say one-eyed, they're just having. That makes me. They're think just penis. having
2: fun in the studio.
1: One-eyed goose makes me think dick. And if if this little kid's talking about his one-eyed goose, I don't I don't want him to be turned loose. Uh
2: I'll tell you this, never in a billion years would I have thought penis when someone says one eyed goose maybe that's maybe that's me being naive maybe it's me being too penis
1: one, I'm just gonna google one eyed goose, please do and 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 wonder what else it could mean to turn me loose like a one eyed goose Ge- geese are mean is this guy gonna be mean to you on the dance floor? I'm not seeing anything. Okay, well,
2: you other know, than pictures of
1: geese with one eye. It, what it sounds like, also Johnny, is probably me, just him just ad-libbing some shit while he's doing the outro.
2: Now I searched one-eyed goose penis. <laughs> Believe it or not, pictures of goose penises. <laughs>
1: goose, goose and loose just rhyme, so it just it, it felt like maybe. Okay, now I can see on Johnny's face he's definitely still looking at pictures of goose penises
2: (laughs) it's challenging
1: this is a this is a a challenging image oh hey johnny uh as much as i'd love to just google goose penises with you all day i gotta talk about track eight i forgot that this one was coming up we have to talk about track eight this is a song called lucy song sucks. Uh, <laughs> it's it's interminably long. The person's name is Lucy. I kid you not, Johnny. When this song came on for the first time and they were saying that, like, I lost Lucy. I was like, are they going to say I love Lucy? I think they're going to say I love Lucy. And sure enough, at the end of the song, he says, I love Lucy. And I say, OK, well, I know what the whole song, the whole idea of the song was. I got that immediately what a travesty. What a tragedy. This should not have been on the album. This this is the song that little kids would write. And they gave it to the littlest one.
2: Everything about this song is absolutely fucking weird. Yeah. yeah.
1: I would go so far as to say the vibes on this are fucked. <laughs> 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 yeah,
2: it's 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 challenging. The day I left Lucy, a tear fell from her eye. He's a what? Eleven?
1: Unless Lucy is this, like is singing, his, is his mom's mommy. name Lucy?
2: <laughs> yeah, and it's his first day at kindergarten.
1: Uh. I, yeah, I mean, also maybe because Lucy is definitely like – that's even a name that doesn't really – even in 97, you wouldn't have seen a bunch of Lucys running around. <sighs> Lucy is a big um, m- given someone a name in an
2: improv scene name.
1: I, I would have to reach pretty deep into my bag of names to come up with fucking Lucy. Like that's just yeah. – <laughs> Anyway, that song's a blight on this album. Uh, that was track eight. That was Lucy. Let's listen to track nine, Johnny. Uh, this is a song called I Will Come to You. Is it is this a is this like a is this like a Christian rock song? This sounds like a Christian rock it, song.
2: Uh, it was either Christian or it just felt very like "We Are the World" or something. You know, it was yeah. very.
1: They, they kept. I will like come light to you though. Does and, feel? Yeah. So they said soul at one point in the song. It's just it had very big Christian vibes too. I have no idea if they're a Christian band. I mean, they're from they're from Oklahoma. Yeah, maybe seems seems likely. Either way, this song sounded like a Christian and rock sun, sun is that Son and Hanson is all caps. Ooh, wow. Do you think that their name sounds like Handsome, and that's why people thought that they were like such a like blowout band? Do you think that their name hadn't been Hanson? It's the power of suggestion, yeah. Yeah, if their last name was a Cooper or something, do you think that they would be as big?
2: Do you think that if their last name was Cooper... They would have called their band Cooper.
1: I wonder. I mean, I wonder. Because the the original name of the band was the Hanson Brothers, and then they changed it to just Hanson. The Cooper Brothers also sounds more like a, I don't know, like a bluegrass folk outfit or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I guess we'll never know. Um, And I'll never know if that's a Christian rock song because I'll never listen to it again. I bet you will. Oh God! You you really bet I will. You think I'll listen to that song again? Maybe if I accidentally. Play I think.
2: It. I think there is a non-zero chance that at some point, for in the, from now until mm-hmm. the day you die, mm-hmm. you will hear "I Will Come to You" by Hanson again.
1: I, you know what, Johnny? I would, I would, I would challenge you on that except i listened to this whole album on my spotify should have this is the one album i should have listened to on my dog's spotify account because hansen will now be probably showing up in my daily mixes uh for from now until the end of time so you're right i probably will hear it again and uh but i probably won't make it more than 10 seconds in uh speaking of um wishing i hadn't made it more than 10 seconds in let's listen to track 10 a minute without you Right, that's a minute without you. This is this is one that felt like uh someone had uh, like heard the rent soundtrack and they were like, what, yeah. if, what if we do one of these songs? We
2: like numbers. Um, I'll tell you what though, after the last couple tracks, this was a nice time. Yeah, we're peppy, it's not too heavy. It's just like this is if all of their songs were like this it would have been a much less challenging listen because this is, I think, the exact kind of kiddie sort of love song yeah. that they should be singing.
1: And we got the 16-year-old singing this one. This is the older Hanson who is who's, who's taking lead here. Yeah. It, it sounds a little more like, um, I don't know, like like Fastball or one of those 90s bands, you know? N- not Fastball, but something yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, wait, God, I shouldn't yeah. have said Fastball. Now uh, I just uh, wish that I was listening to a fucking Fastball album. That would have been so much better.
2: I would love I love fastball um fourteen hundred forty hours in my day is that's kind of a fun it's fun the it's, days are long yeah, it's fun it's, it's fun it's, it's fun yeah i mean it's it's kind of it's kind of like eight days a week
1: it's it, i mean it's it's really big yeah. on you know five hundred thirty six thousand six hundred minutes or whatever whatever the five hundred twenty
2: five thousand six hundred minutes you know that's what? how we measure <laughs> measure a year.
1: <laughs> it felt like a year listening to that song. Uh, let's listen to track 11, Johnny. This is a song called Madeline. <laughs> Right, that's Madeline. Um, I like this one. It's a nice song. Fine, it's completely fine. Mhm. I like it's not just
2: me, is it you? You feel it too? Yeah. That's fine. Like, they got some fun call and responsey stuff on this album.
1: This this one felt more like what I kind of imagined this album would feel like. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, just like song about a girl, right? It, it's like that. Yeah. You can sing that at thirteen, sure.
2: And it's not. And it's nothing. No, no weird tears. No leaving you. No uh, nothing. Nothing too heavy. It's just hey, come on, Madeline. It's
1: kind of upbeat. There's uh yeah. It's not my. It's not my favorite song called Madeline. I'll tell you that much. Uh, but there, the, the, it's fine. Th- this one I wrote. What about, is? There's a song um by the Wonder Years called Madeline.
2: Obviously, it's. Hmm.
1: I think it's spelled differently though. I think that okay. like there's a Y in there. Well, Johnny, look, that's Madeline. It's fine. Madeline's fine. Let's talk about track twelve. This is fine. kind of the last track of the album, and then there's the bonus track, which I think the bonus track was part of the CD, so we're, we're going to count it for this for these purposes. Yeah, it's a hidden. It's a hidden track. Yeah, um, this is a little song called "With You in Your Dreams." Uh, so it seems like somebody was a pretty big fan of a Weezer's "The Blue" album to have their last track be called <laughs> "In Dreams." Um, but let's take a listen. That's uh that's with you in your dreams. I'll tell you what: if you're gone when I wake up, there's going to be an Amber Alert going out on everybody's phones because you're a little child <laughs> and you've gone missing. That's that's what I'm thinking here.
2: Yeah, I that was a weird line. Like, where? Where'd you go? Where? would where, where, Yeah, where? Where Johnny go? Where's Johnny? Oh, oh, he's staying at his grand. He's staying at Grandma and Grandpa's this weekend.
1: Yeah, in Vietnam. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This, I mean, this one, like every song on this album, was about a minute too long, uh, and I didn't really care for it. No. Uh, no. I get it as the last track. Mm. Yeah, it's it has uh, big know. end of the album vibes. Yeah. Here's what I'll say about this song, Johnny. That's all but it's hardly worth talking about because we have to get to the one of the album that I've been looking forward to talking about for the entire time. This is the bonus track after like eight tracks of Silence. Uh, this, is, this is track 13, a.k.a. track 21. This is Man from Milwaukee. Ha ha ha! I take it back. This is my favorite song on the album. It, this is the best one. This is the only one that I truly believe that no adult helped them with. That's right. This is the bonus track. Yeah. When you were a kid, did you ever listen to like little kid music that would have been by like like Raffy or like there was a guy named Dan Fogelberg? Oh I remember yeah, I listened to a lot of like when I was a little little kid. It's kind of silly, and it's like there was a goose with a hat made of shoes. Yeah, it, it, that's what this that's what this felt like. This this felt like a little silly song mm-hmm. that I'm like, yes, kids would write this. Little silly like homeschooled kids would write this. <laughs> Yeah, big homeschool energy. Yeah. I do love um, that they refer to this
2: man as Big Toad. Yeah,
1: means having got, big toes means he's got That's his great. shoes off on the bus. Never a good sign.
2: Can I tell you my favorite thing about this song, and maybe my favorite thing about the whole album? Okay, please. Albertine.
1: Did you read the? Did you read the? I. I Johnny, believe me, I did click into this. <laughs> they say that this man is from Albertane. Which is like well, please go explain. Well, apparently in, in the
2: Hanson cinematic universe, that is what they claim to be the capital of Mars. Yep. I'm sure if anyone has visited Albertane. You know it's my boy Zorrottel. <laughs> you
1: know he's vacationed on in Albertane. He, c he's got a beach house in Albertane. I clicked on Albertane. I saw that it was like, according to Hanson lore, and I said, Johnny is gonna fucking bring up Zorottel. And I was like, I couldn't look into it at all. I said, I'm not gonna look at I'm not gonna look anything into this because I cannot have I cannot have like Hansen having a whole fucking like Hanson Spaceship thing. They've had a long career, so there's probably a lot to it, and I just I just couldn't do it. I could not do that to myself again. And that actually wraps it up really oh nicely, Johnny. Because Zorottel famously from Eiffel Sixty Five, another album that I hope to never hear again. I, I'm ready I'm ready to wrap it up. I'm ready to talk final thoughts on this thing.
2: Oh God. Okay. Yeah.
1: Look, this album's from nineteen ninety seven.
2: The tour was called the Albertane Tour. No. There's a live album called Live from Albertane. No, I don't. I, I'm, and then there's a documentary called The Road to Albertane. What a bunch of maniac little kids. Uh, do I they ate have... too many fucking Otter Pops. What do, I, do I have any
1: bleeps? Do I have any sort of bleeps at all on this? Uh, got, okay, let's see. Hold on. Okay. That'll have to go. <laughs> That'll have to go. Any,
0: <laughs>
1: anytime Johnny starts talking about Albertane, I'll have to just... I'll just have to like give <laughs> just flush Albert Tame down the down the fucking I can't I can't with Albert Tame. Look, this album came out in 1997. It sounds like an album that came out exactly in 1997. It's that's a that's a tough year to go back to in, in 2023. Um, they're little kids. I think that they in the, when this album was made, I think that they're all competent musicians. I think they have good voices. I just don't think that I will ever return to this specific album because it – I did not have an enjoyable experience listening to it. And I tried, man. I tried pushing through. I tried pushing through. And it was – this was a challenging listen to me. I, I will say that maybe it's because I never heard this album and I have heard a bunch of Kids pop And Kids pop I think, is, like, very funny and very bad. And this doesn't even have, like, that funny – part to it. I don't know. I don't know. It, it, look. It's not for me. It wasn't for me. It just this one was not for me. Uh number 27. I'll put it at number 27 on my greatest albums of all time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's not going on the It's not going on the list for sure. Johnny, what what are your thoughts about this? Is she, would you recommend people listen to it? I don't. I don't recommend
2: people listen no, to no. it. No, no. No. And No, don't I it was very challenging. I think Mbop is an absolute banger. Listen to um, Mbop. Listen to Mbop. Listen to Mbop. visit Albertine, no. Um, it it was. It, you're exactly right. This is a very challenging, challenging listen. But like you said, they're very talented, and I, this sincerely made me want to listen to. They just came out with a, an album like last year. Yeah,
1: they they put it in twenty twenty two. I
2: would I would love to listen to that. I think
1: I would like it better.
2: <laughs> I could see I could see it being good. I could see it being real good. Yeah. Because they're they're good at what they do. We just heard them doing it as children.
1: Y- yeah, and and like I said, they're competent. They're like they're very good, yeah. you know? It's just yeah, it's just this specific album at age 16, 13, and 11 was not for me. Was not for me. No. Uh, top 100 albums, Johnny? Uh, uh, three, number three. Number
2: do three. I have anything at yeah. number three? It's
1: open. Uh, <laughs> Hanson, we wish you well. Um, and maybe one day we'd love to cover something that you do as an adult. And you know what? go and check out the guy who has the video game YouTube channel with him and his son just kind of playing games. That seems fun. It just seems like a good time. I'm glad that they're all doing that well. Is... Uh, I'm glad they have all of their big, you know, frankly, too many children. Fr- frankly, six is just too many, uh, but you know what? Good for them. Good for them.
2: Yeah, uh, good, good for them indeed. Um
1: Yeah, that's it. That's it. I mean, that's all I got. Hey, and if you got something for us, like you want to send us an email saying we were too mean to children, or specifically me, on this episode, you know you can always send that to BillBudspod. They're Bud's adults pod. now. Who cares? Hey, who cares? At gmail.com. We're Bill Bud's Pod on all the social medias. Uh, hey, and if you want to hear us not talk about Hanson, you can always give us a dollar a month. Go over to patreon.com slash BillBudspod, and then you get an extra couple of episodes every month. And they're usually a lot of fun. They're usually not us talking about Hanson. Uh, Johnny, do you have anything else for the people out there in BillBud's land? Um I'm just always happy to
2: expand the lore of Zoroark. Any band that has any sort of yeah. lore I do love. Um <laughs> You got to get a better Zoroark
1: yeah. alarm. <laughs> Wait, say it again, say it. Zoroark. Okay, so he didn't say that. We're now back. We're back in time 4 seconds. <laughs> 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 Uh, the cursed name <laughs> 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 Oh, well, hey, look From, from uh, uh, on behalf of uh, Johnny To all you Zeronals out there Here's what I'll say Get your fucking hats Tonight we're hanging with the
0: boys Yeah, we're going out We got the bill butts Get them stupid, feel it bad J.P.C. Make a lot of noise C. Turn the music loud Johnny O'Mara Hands up for them Me. real ones Them good girls <laughs> and them bill Hands up for them real ones